I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, April 7th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in about seven minutes. Brett, this is like a first for the Peak Daily. We are actually sitting in the same room recording a podcast. I, I have to say it's a bit uncomfortable. Uh, I'll lead with that. I'm so used to doing it virtually now that to be together, uh, it just feels weird, but I'm very happy. And I hope we do more of this because it's actually, it's a, it's a lot easier to have the back and forth. It, it is. Uh, there's also not, there's a slight delay when you do it online. So it's nice to be face to face. And yeah, let's do this more often. Uh. It, it's really a sign though, that we are turning a corner on the pandemic that we're now doing in person. And so I hope it stays this way. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. And uh, yeah, we should definitely do more of these. And maybe someday we'll do a live show for all the peak pals out there. Like in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, exactly. I like it. I like it instead of the laugh track, which we usually insert. <laughs> Brett, aside from uh, us sitting together face to face, what do we have for peak pals today? For our first story, new work for our second story. So you want to be a VC. And for our third story, a new budget. For our first story, a new survey of Canadian office workers found that meaning and flexibility are now the biggest job incentives, with 71% of respondents saying they'd never take a frustrating or unrewarding job, even if the pay was higher. Brett, this seems like a big change for how people used to treat employment. What are Canadian workers looking for now? So it seems to us like the so-called great resignation is now evolving into the admittedly less catchy sounding great reevaluation as employers reconsider what a good job actually means. So what can employers do to keep their workers from exploring greener pastures and bluer skies? The old Christmas bonus won't get you as far this year, but these things might. Automation, so tasks that employees find the most meaningless and unrewarding are typically the ones that can be most easily automated, which frees up workers to do more fulfilling work. You know, I'm thinking about Christmas vacation when you didn't get the pool. It's that type of situation. But then if you provide flexibility and you embrace the hybrid work model and let people choose where and when they work and also introduce measures to reduce those late night Slack messages, that might also help. And communication. The survey found that communication challenges are one of the leading reasons why people left their jobs. If employers listen to what employees feel would make their job more fulfilling, they could make it a reality. So, Brett, what does this mean for the broader labor market? Well, according to Microsoft's 2022 Work Trend Index, 15% of Canadian employees left their job last year, and 52% of Gen Z and millennials, both globally and in Canada, said they'd think about quitting this year. So no pressure or anything, HR, but it might be time to step up your act. For our second story, Wealth Simple is giving Canadian retail investors access to a venture capital fund, a VC fund, investing in tech and healthcare companies for as low as $5,000. This is all per the Globe and Mail. And that means you, yes, you can go out and get yourself a small slice of the great big VC pie that, like in an old Yogi Bear cartoon, was off limits, but sitting tantalizingly close on an open windowsill. Okay, so Jay, let's start with the basics. What is a VC fund? I can't wait to get my hands on this. Well, the VC funds provide financing to early stage companies that have long-term growth potential historically only accessible to institutional and accredited investors, aka ultra-wealthy investors. So why? Well, it's right there in the name. Venture literally means a risky undertaking, and these groups can typically afford to take that risk. And not only does one need big money to get in on a venture deal, but you also need to be in a position to shrug off potentially major losses. Lastly, VC funds require investors who can afford to wait for companies to actually grow into their potential, locking down your money for several years. High barriers to entry mean that average Joe retail investors make up 10% 
of the daily trading value on the U.S. stock market had no real way of entering this realm, but now they're being seen as legitimate and growing source for potential funds. Well, Simple's new fund is one of the first of its kind in Canada and will include some of the Silicon Valley's largest firms like Acel, Andreessen Horowitz, and Kleiner Perkins, who have put in early bets on companies like Instagram and Airbnb. And so, Jay, this seems like a pretty neat opportunity, but why should Peak Pals care? Well, the days of retail investors being shut out of VC could be coming to an end, meaning more opportunities for aspiring dragons out there. Well, so make room, Kevin O'Leary. For our third story, at 4 p.m. today, Minister of really almost everything, Christian Friedland, will unveil the 2022 federal budget, the first budget announcement set since the 2021 election. So, Brett, we'll do a full rundown of this tomorrow after the announcement, but what should Pete Pals expect? Well, there's been a, a few breadcrumbs that have been released. And so, according to CTV, we'll see a spotlight on housing affordability, including moving to make it illegal for foreigners to buy any residential properties in Canada for the next two years. And experts told the Globe and Mail that the budget will likely reflect liberal election promises as well as those tied to the party's new buddy pact with the NDP. Is that what we're calling it a buddy pact? Buddy pact. And here's what else we'll be looking for. We're looking out for several principal themes. We're talking about climate change, housing affordability, electric vehicles, cybersecurity investments, cooling down the pandemic spending, and heating up defense spending. And that is a lot, Brett. Specifically, the government has promised $4 billion to build 100,000 new homes by 2025 and another $2.7 billion to repair and build affordable housing units. $9 billion may be allocated to a range of climate programs and green economy initiatives such as clean tech and investments in zero-emission vehicles. Scotiabank expects $12 billion to top up defense spending, both to fulfill its NATO promises amid the invasion in Ukraine and protect Arctic sovereignty. And Jay, after all of this, why should Peak Pals care about the budget tomorrow? Well, the budget, which totaled $440 billion last year, will set the federal government's agenda as it heads into its seventh year in power. And this will be the first budget put together, which we're calling, I guess, the Buddy Pact with the NDP. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second one, follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson, who can't be with us today, unfortunately, and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett and Brett. Let's keep doing this. Yeah, this is good.